if the UK formally joined the United States, it would be more impoverished than Mississippi, America's poorest state, new figures show. UK is in economic trouble in addition to their well-known political challenges. By the end of this decade, projections indicate that the average person in Poland could well earn more than the average resident of the UK. No wonder so many Hong Kong people in UK are heading back to this lively city on the south coast of China. Here is the data. Nine years ago, it became undeniable that the UK had become a vassal state of the US. So a magazine called The Spectator calculated where the UK would fit on the chart of America's 50 states. Now, that grim calculation revealed that on an adjusted gross domestic product per capita basis, the UK would be only fractionally above the last on the list, which is the charming but famously impoverished state of Mississippi. Since then, economists uh, have regularly uh, revisited that question, and some of them recently reported that the UK was now below Mississippi. The Times said recently, if the UK was a US state, it would be the poorest in the country. Mississippi wages with Californian housing prices. The Financial Times had a slightly different take. The UK might not be the bottom of the list, it said, but it would be among the five poorest states of America. The paper also admitted that the UK outside London can accurately be listed as poorer than Mississippi. So London is keeping the UK just above that embarrassing bottom position, but it may not be able to do so indefinitely, the paper said, as London is no longer the world's financial hub. That is true enough. For much of the past decade and a half, Hong Kong has beaten London and New York in the annual race to be the top stock market launch hub of the planet. Even Slovenia, not a country known as a byword for futurism, is set to overtake UK in GDP per capita as early as next year. And Hong Kong? Well, after 1997, the average citizen here became wealthier than the average member of our colonial master's home country. We now have more billionaires per square metre than any other city in the world, literally. And yet the mainstream media wants you to believe that the UK should accept millions of refugees from this low-crime, healthy, wealthy city. Go figure. You know, there are other things going on uh, too. The UK has a low productivity rate with London among the worst performing regions. And, uh, and people have got into the habit of working from home, uh, which harms the economy in several ways. Meanwhile, Hong Kong's residential rates are climbing in as the market gently reignites. The new arrivals include returnees from the UK and working professionals, and also scholars who are moving in. The city has more universities in the global top 100 than any other city in the world. I'll do a separate piece on the so-called Hong Kong exodus later, and we'll look at the actual data about people heading out and coming back. But right here, let me give you a quick set of facts about the UK and Hong Kong that are not widely reported. Someone, the UK government has decided that privacy for people who communicate via WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger needs to be outlawed. They've said they intend to ban end-to-end -end encryption in the UK. The government wants access to material people sent to each other. Hong Kong has nothing like this. There are no plans to ban privacy on WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger or any messaging app. Number two, the UK says that protesters who block the roads or even slow walk in front of traffic can 
be immediately arrested. In Hong Kong, when protesters block the roads, the police leave them in place and work on diverting traffic around them to keep everyone safe. I've watched that happen with my own eyes dozens of times. The protesters in Hong Kong are allowed to remain in place, blocking the main thoroughfare for days, weeks or months, literally. Number three, the UK has passed a series of extremely harsh laws criminalising dissent. Hong Kong has nothing like this. Hong Kong's national security law has only one mention of protests, and that's to say that the public's right to demonstrate is protected. Number four, in the UK you can now be punished without a trial. Companies are taking out civil injunctions against climate activists. The defendants don't get legal aid or presumption of innocence. You know, I don't see this happening in Hong Kong or anything like it. You know, there's no plans to do anything like that in Hong Kong. Number five, the UK police enthusiastically uses facial recognition cameras. They scan the public without them knowing, using devices on lampposts and at, you know, transport hubs, railway stations. Hong Kong has nothing like this. Although, this is funny, AFP did a fact check on this topic and produced a vague piece saying that a few Hong Kong lampposts had traffic cameras. These could be replaced with facial recognition devices. I mean, Mr. AFP reporter, your head could be replaced with a watermelon, right? The report quoted Kong Changan as a source. Now, that was the name used by a noisy, sinophobic columnist on Hong Kong Free Press, who claimed to be a locally born Hong Kong Chinese and who gave quotes speaking on behalf of the people of Hong Kong to the world's biggest media. Yeah, in real life, he turned out to be an American white anti-China activist in yellow face. I could go on, but I'll end up by saying this. You know, the Pentagon narrative that the corporate media runs, uh, that wants you to believe that places like the UK, you know, they're free and Hong Kong is a dystopia. I know from experience that I can't persuade people that what they've heard about our city and our country is wrong. But I can invite you to visit and see for yourself. You'll have fun, I guarantee it. Peace.